Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Inside the Inventory, home to some of the best quality, content, and sound. It's just so interesting how life can, how, you know, how we wear so many different hats, right? And then you look up and it's been a month since you dropped an episode and you're just like, oh my goodness, man, what did the time go? This is crazy. But nonetheless, we are back. It, but it was cool though, because I think over this last month, even though I've been away, I, I've really been fine tuning, you know, my writing process and how I approach um, the rest of these episodes going forward. And I think for me, I had to get over that anxious feeling of, you know, making sure that I catered, you know, to my audience and, and just really staying in tune with, you know, what I needed to get out. I got to a point where I was feeling like I needed to prioritize more um, of one than the other. I think that now, as I'm shifting the focus, they're actually, you know, working in tandem, which I think is a very beautiful thing. And that was something that I sat with for this past month. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy today's message. And, um, you know, if you're at home, if you're at work, if you're on the go, if you're, you know, studying at a cafe, whatever you might be doing, I would love a couple moments of your time. Um, if it's applicable, always, you know, find ways to absorb this message and do with it what you will. Without further ado. So before we jump in, I feel like it was only right to paint a picture um, for you guys and, and tell you guys where these words come from. And I think that, you know, creating this imagery will kind of help you understand the environment that I place myself in when I write. As much as um, now that I wonder what you guys are doing, I'm sure there are listeners out there who, you know, wonder about my process, about the way that I write, about the space that I create. And so with that, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, paint a little picture for you guys and, and kind of give you guys that, that firsthand insight. So it's about 9.16 p.m. So the sun is pretty much completely set by now. There's a, a glow from a, a streetlight near my house. And even when my blinds are closed, you know, it still like subtly creeps in um, just enough for me to notice that it's there. And the lights are off in my house usually when I write and I'm creating these episodes. But I always have candles going and I live in a studio, so I usually have about three or four is it's just about right you know anything less is a little too dim and anything more is overkill i place them in such a fashion that they're almost symmetric but they're working on a string each candle that's set at a specific point in my studio 
um, does its job in illuminating, you know, that part of the house. And they all come together in, you know, such an even harmony. It's really just a vibe, honestly. When I'm writing, I love lo-fi music in the background. It's so subtle and so warm and inviting that it really just fades um, into the air almost undetected. And I think that that also helps put me into a creative um, storytelling space, you know, to where I excel. And so if you guys can, you know, sort of picture that imagery of what that's like, um, very dim lighting, low lighting, a very candle-based ambiance and very intimate. And, um, you know, that's, that's when I feel like I'm at my peak. That's when I'm, you know, really locked in um, to my craft of storytelling. So it was funny because this, the, I, I altered this um, episode a, a couple of times. I had a direction that I thought I was going to go with. And um, it was a movie that I watched. And I just, I scrapped the entire idea for this episode and I went in a completely opposite direction. And uh, here's why. So the movie that I watched recently was called um, A Thousand Words is by Eddie Murphy. This movie was so intriguing. Um, it, it was very original. It, it, it had a concept um, and just a storyline that was really new. You know, you don't really see this in a lot of movies. And I think that that's why initially I was so intrigued about the movie. Um, I've watched it a few times now. Overall, Eddie casts as uh, a character who is um, very egocentric, uh, and he's almost exclusively, like, driven by his profession. You know, that's what fuels him. That's what gets him out of bed every day. And throughout the movie, he his character progression, it, you know, it starts to get worse and worse. Um, you know, his interpersonal relationships, his family, nothing came before his own um, aspirations and goals and, you know, just what he was working towards. And the film does a really good job at displaying just his overall, you know, demeanor is very overpowering. He never gave anyone the chance to articulate their thoughts or feelings. And with that, the type of character that he had was was pretty much written all over the film. Um, you know, even in these explanations, you can kind of tell, you know, what kind of guy he was like. And that all would shift. There was a very pivotal point in the movie where you could see that the qualities that made him so infamously prominent at the start of the film would lead to his inevitable demise. Just the one day in the film, you know, he was, um, you know, out and about running errands. Um, he came home and he noticed that there was a tree planted in his backyard. And he asked his wife, he said, you know, honey, where did this tree come from? And she was like, I don't know. Don't ask me. And he was like, no, there's there's no way this tree randomly pops up in our backyard. Like, did you have someone come plant this? And she had no idea. So he was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and chop this tree down. He attempted to, um, you know, take the tree down and remove the tree. And he felt the sharp pain in his body. And right then and there is when everything just switched in the movie. And that was that pivot point. And so the significance in the story, um, and this is kind of like the headlining overview, is that the tree he was linked to had a thousand leaves. 
Each word that he spoke equated to one leaf lost from the tree, from history. And so what you'll start to see in this movie is that in order for him to retain his health, aka his leaves, he had to immediately learn to choose his words wisely. You know, when you think of a tree, it has a lot of symbolism, a ton of symbolism across the board. And, and so it had me thinking, you know, when I think of a tree, I think of, you know, growth. You know, a tree starts very small, starts from, you know, a stump, a shrub, and then it grows um, with a nice big trunk. And then it grows branches and leaves and, you know, even potentially fruit. And, you know, when you think of the growth life cycle, right? It could be an animal, it could be a plant, it could be a person, it could be anything. And it starts at that very infant-like, undeveloped stage. And it made me think of a seed, um, a seed that we plant. And so here's what I mean. When we start out, especially early on in life, you know, we have um, all of these aspirations and goals and, and even more importantly, an idea of who we want to be you know, how we want to go about our lives and, and, you know, the things that we want to come from that, you know, how we want to be associated and just the image that we want to have of ourselves. And so as that seed grows, so do we. We blossom, we develop, we acquire branches, we acquire leaves, and in some cases, we acquire fruit. But the one thing about this movie and this episode and tying them two together that makes it so significant is not really necessarily about the way that we grow this seed, but what will happen if we aren't careful with the seed. Because if we aren't careful, then we risk the very integrity and the growth and progression that we've put into this seed. And you know, in the case of Eddie Murphy in the movie, that's exactly what happened to him. Um, he took more than he gave from people and as a result, he lost the integrity um, of his health. I, re I realized that in that, there are a few more ways that we um, can lose our leaves if we aren't careful. And so the first way that we can lose our leaves, our integrity, is letting others have parts of your blossomed seed that they did not contribute to. S making sure that you understand the people who add positive value in your life and the people who add negative value to your life. And so for me, this was always about just being mindful of those who are around you, trusting the discernment and the quality of your decision-making over time and Really, honestly, just saving your leaves and your fruit for those who will multiply it rather than devour it. The second one is no longer overextending yourself. When I overextend myself, that is one of the quickest ways that I lose my leaves. One of the biggest vices I have is always wanting to intervene and interject into someone else's personal situation. I feel like I'm a very emotionally driven person. And for the people in my life who are most closest to me, you know, I sometimes live vicariously through their their feelings and emotions and, and even sometimes behaviors, I'll be honest. 
but especially emotions, you know, things that they're going through. You know, if they're hurting, I'm hurting. If they're happy and celebrating, you know, I'm, I feel on top of the world. And But then there are also times where I go out of my way to put myself in the midst of someone's situation. And overextending yourself can be very dangerous. And so I, I feel like out of these three, this is probably the biggest one that I've learned is to practice, you know, kind of that self-preservation almost, if you will. Um, you know, understanding that everyone has their own situations and that I don't always have to be present, you know, for those moments that, you know, I can save, you know, my energy and my efforts and my leaves, you know, for myself. Because honestly, it's just like, I look at it like this. If I'm, you know, constantly intervening and, and, and wanting to be there for other people and always putting myself out there, how much effort and how much energy and how much time am I saving for myself after all that is said and done? And so it's an, it's an interesting balance, but I think that that has definitely been a way for me in terms of ways that I've lost my leaves. And the last one is giving your seed the right nutrients for full growth. And as it relates to the movie, I noticed that Eddie Murphy was watering his seed with narcissism, with um, just ego, with greed, with pride. And as a result, his leaves literally and figuratively begin to wither away. But just imagine the growth if you did the opposite of what he did. You know, the potential would be otherworldly. And so with these three things, you know, these are at the top of my list in terms of, you know, how I lose the most important parts of myself. You know, by doing these three things, I find it hard to um, be complete to be emotionally stable and sound. But it's more than just about retaining your leaves. It's about adding that same value and attention to detail in your faith, in your life, and the life of those closest to you. And that is how you get fruit. So the two questions I want to leave you all with is as follows. Looking at your life in this present moment, how many leaves do you have on your tree? And if so, do you have any fruit? <laughs>